Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, September 20th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis area school districts are still dealing with a bus driver shortage roughly one month into the new academic year. Students and parents are also adjusting to the lack of people behind the wheel. Like, we're all frustrated about it. We want to resume, you know, the pandemic hit and then everybody's lives got turned upside down. And now, you know, there's something else. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke takes us inside the bus driver shortage at local schools. The St. Louis Realtors Association is apologizing to black people in the region for racist housing policies and practicing discrimination for decades. The association now has a plan to promote home ownership in black communities. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. White people in St. Louis are nearly twice as likely as African Americans to own homes. Will Jordan, executive director of the Metropolitan St. Louis Equal Housing and Opportunity Council, says black St. Louisans have long suffered from housing discrimination. He says many black families who don't own their own homes are hurting financially because they couldn't use property to build generational wealth. Jordan says the St. Louis Realtors Association's apology fills in history with the truth. You can't heal a community if you don't acknowledge the wrongs that have been done. Jordan says the apology and the commitment to increase black home ownership is necessary to close the wealth gap. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. The governor's office says Missouri lawmakers are not expected to take up sports betting during the current special session. Governor spokesperson Kelly Jones tells the Post-Dispatch the issue is not in the scope of the session called by Mike Parson. He wants lawmakers to deal with an income tax cut and agricultural tax credits. Jones says the governor believes the legalization of sports betting should be part of the regular session starting in January. Missouri's 2023 Teacher of the Year is from the Rittner School District. High school English teacher Christina Andrade Melli has won this year's honor. She's a Rittner graduate who came back after studying at the University of Missouri. I'm so proud of this community that I grew up in. I see the ways that it's growing and changing, and the district is trying to meet the needs of the community as it does that. And even as a college student, as an early graduate, I really wanted to be a part of that. Andrade Melli is now Missouri's candidate for National Teacher of the Year. The current National Principal and Superintendent of the Year are from Missouri. DNA evidence has linked a 73-year-old man to serial killings in the St. Louis area more than three decades ago. Prosecutors have charged Gary Mullenberg with first-degree murder and the deaths of four women in 1990. He is serving a life sentence for another killing in St. Louis County. The Post-Dispatch reports court documents show Mullenberg had admitted to the killings and another murder, which remains under investigation. Quincy is sending notifications to people who may have been impacted by a cyber attack on city computers earlier this year. Mayor Mike Troop says notices will be mailed to people whose information might have been exposed. He says there is no evidence suggesting identity theft or fraud related to the incident. The cyber attack in May prompted the city to spend roughly $500,000 on software and at least another $150,000 on consultants to regain access to the computer systems. Voting by mail in Illinois jumped in popularity during the height of the pandemic, and that trend may continue for November's election. 
Mawa Iqbal reports. More than 373,000 voters have already requested a mail-in ballot, according to the State Board of Elections. Spokesperson Matt Dietrich says these numbers could increase because voters can now request to be put on a permanent vote-by-mail roster. To me, that would indicate that we are seeing people who maybe used vote-by-mail for the first time in 2020 and liked it and came back to use it again. To limit in-person interactions during COVID, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a law in 2020 requiring that every registered voter receive a mail-in ballot application. A third of all votes in that general election were by mail. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Many St. Louis area schools are feeling the effects of a bus driver shortage five weeks into the academic year. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke reports on how families and districts are coping. In August, just a few days before the new school year was set to begin, St. Louis Public School Superintendent Calvin Adams stood in front of a row of yellow school buses to make an announcement. Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. First of all, thank you for being here. I'm left to take the temporary action of suspending all bus services for eight schools. Adams said the bus driver shortage caused this unprecedented step. The anticipation is that for the first two weeks of school, eight schools will not get transportation as they have historic, as they have historically received. He offered families weekly gas or metro cards to get through what he said would be a short pause. But a full month later, the majority of those routes still aren't back up and running. It's left many families scrambling to figure out a solution. One early morning last week in a quiet South City neighborhood, Heather Gasama is hurrying to get her kids out the door and into the car. Her third grader, Kyle, has had an on-again, off-again relationship with the bus. He tried to ride it to Malincrod Academy at the beginning of last school year. But it was spotty, so we ditched that. Things were better during summer school, so she was hoping Kyle would be able to take the bus to school this year. But then the announcement came. That wouldn't be an option at Kyle's school. So now the family's day starts early. First, they drop off Kyle's younger brother, Emmanuel, at Wilkinson Early Childhood Center. You got your water bottle? Yes. Okay. Where's your lunch? I'm gonna go back. Okay. Then they drive to Malincrot, with three-month-old Kezia cooing in her car seat. Yeah. Kyle jumps out. See you later. See ya. Yeah. works from home, so she can drive them. She says she understands why St. Louis Public Schools had to do this, but... Like, we're all frustrated about it. We want to resume, you know, the pandemic hit and then everybody's lives got turned upside down. And now, you know, there's something else. St. Louis Public Schools is having an especially difficult time finding drivers to operate an especially complicated bus system. But the city district is not alone. Communities across the region and really the nation are feeling the shortage. To make things work, districts are drawing a bigger circle around schools, asking kids within it to walk instead of taking the bus. They're also consolidating rides, putting more kids on longer routes. And some are having students walk to the front of the neighborhood instead of getting picked up at their homes. The Rockwood School District is physically one of the biggest in the St. Louis area. And in the last couple years, they've done all three of these things. Bus routes here are like a convoluted puzzle, made even harder with fewer drivers. Mike Heyman is the district's transportation director. We used to use pins on maps, okay? This is way back. But yeah, we have, we have software. He and his team use that software to play around with routes until they find a workable solution. So a lot of that little tweaking is going on now. Heyman says a lot of the driver shortage is because most drivers were retired or semi-retired baby boomers. 
for the most part. 75% of your drivers were in that age. And um, since the pandemic, I think that they decided they'd realign their, um, their values and what was important to them. And Heyman points out it's a part-time job that only happens nine months a year. That's not ideal for everyone. He was hoping to hire 15 to 20 drivers this year. So far, he's hired six. John Harton is one of the few new hires, and I rode along for part of his training. Harton's been driving for about a week and a half. After a few exercises with plastic cones in a parking lot, we head out for some practice on real roads. I want to see white line. There you go. With his trainer, Debbie Henson. So John's doing good with his first out in the real world backup. This yellow school bus weighs around 30,000 pounds. It's just under 40 feet long. But you wouldn't be able to tell that with Harton behind the wheel. He's making tight turns into small subdivision entrances. Harton's wife is a Rockwood teacher, and he's familiar with the area. And there's a need, and it coincides with my wife's off time, so uh, I will focus and do the best I can for the kids. For Harton, so far this is working out. And district leaders across St. Louis say if you are at all interested in this job, they'd love to hear from you. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Amy Mayer edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.